So today is our shift of schedule. We let go of the structure, sitting, walking uh, periods. And so just a review of the schedule. We still have our wake-up bell, the 5.30 wake-up bell, and we still have the morning sitting together with the practice leader. So uh, we'll continue having that structure in the morning before breakfast and the practice leader to let us know when to start to do the service, uh, the Sangha service. Um, And then we'll have the bell for this sitting. We'll have this sitting together in the hall. And then we'll also have the Dharma offering together. So that, that, that bell needs, um, to be continued. And the nine o'clock evening sitting, we will also gather together at that time for sitting together. Since there's no kind of structure to the, the, the morning in particular, the, 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 the kind of delineation of when, the, the, the way it has been is we've had a clear delineation of a sitting that ends right before lunch. Today is the day the person who signed up to do the lunch bell needs to um, to ring the bell. And in particular, um, I think what would be useful, uh, you know, do do the the walkthrough of the rooms with the little handheld bell. Who is doing that? Who is doing that? Great. Yeah. So so do the walk. Um, around the building and then be sure to ring the bell right outside the meditation hall so that everybody, anybody who's sitting in the hall can hear that the lunch um, is going to be served. And I would say start ringing that bell. Well, what does the lunch, what do you think, Chris? I think about seven minutes early. Seven minutes yeah, early? Okay, so, so yeah, put your head in the kitchen, check with the kitchen before you start to ring the bell. And then, and then do, do, I would say actually, yeah, do the round of the deck and then the round inside the building. Just do it that way for that, for that, for that bell. Yeah. And yet, remember those of you who are going down, that that does not mean that the meal is served. The meal is served, Bell, is when the lunch cook does the meal offering. So uh, so that the, the, the ringing bell means it's about, you know, it's a few minutes before the meal, time to kind of find your way down to the line. So that's what that, that bell means. So thank you for, for doing that. For the, the nine o'clock sitting in the evening, um, I offer reflections at the beginning of that sitting. Um, there will be a slight difference in that sitting in that, uh, you know, in, in kind of honor in a way of the way we're opening to a more um, unstructured schedule where we're exploring what works for us in terms of sitting and walking. Um, that during that sitting, I'll, I'll continue offering the reflections at the beginning so we need the bell to call us to the sitting, and I'll offer the reflections. And then uh, at there will no be, be no bell to end the sitting. So however long you wish to sit after the reflections, um, that is how long you'll sit. And 
Nisha and I will sit as long as we sit. And you do not need to wait. Please do not wait for us. <laughs> you know, you don't have to wait for us to leave the room at that sitting. You just, just sit as long as it is appropriate for you. So that's a little about the schedule. Uh, yes, and, and do, uh, that. it is, it is um, the shift of schedule. It's important that you, um, I mean, you don't have the bells to remind you of the times. So please keep track of the time around your yogi job and remember to co- go to, to, to your yogi jobs, especially the morning, the morning ones um, where you're supporting the kitchen preparation for lunch. Keep track of those times and, and be sure. And the ones right after this, uh, this meeting are, are pretty easy, but the ones at 11, 11.30, the pre-lunch pot washing, the kitchen assistant in the mid-morning, please do re- try to remember those, those timings. And of course, the, the, um, the floor washing in the afternoon, the, the whole team needs to remember that at the same time. So please do try to keep, keep your uh, eye on the clock at the times when you're doing your yogi jobs. And so in terms of the the practice, yeah. Um, dinner bell. I think we ha- do. We have a dinner bell. I thought we we have a dinner bell already. I think because there's been a walking at that time, so I think we already have one of those, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so in terms of in terms of the practice. Um, Many of you now are very familiar with this form of self-decision. You know, sometimes we call this self-directed practice. Um, uh, what we explore is the what is supportive, what is useful for us, and so it becomes a an exploration partly around intention. You know, what what is. When we when we're sitting, for instance, you know, when we're sitting, uh, there will be some intention that is okay. Time to get up, or or maybe it, the first day it's kind of like, well, when's that bell going to ring? Oh, right, there is no bell, you know. So <laughs> so there's kind of a a sense or a question of, and how long am I supposed to sit? Um, so if you're unfamiliar with this kind of practice and it feels a little different to you, you know, one option would be just to kind of follow the schedule that's been there. You're welcome to just sit and walk on that schedule. There just won't be bells for you to to do that timing. But another approach um, might be kind of as another another step might be to um, to sit and then when there's a strong urge to get up or a strong urge to change because when you're walking the same thing will happen it's like you're you're walking and then there'll be an urge to say okay time to stop walking maybe it's time to get a cup of tea or time to go back to the hall or whatever it is there'll be some impulse and so it's a training first to recognize that the mind precedes that choice you know the the the, the, the choice is a, a function in the mind and so that, that kind of impulse, time to switch, time to get up, time to stop, time to do something else. Seeing if you can notice that urge to shift to a different posture. And what I'd encourage is l- just watch that urge. You get familiar with that urge. What is that urge? How does it feel? What's the motivation? Why do you want to get up? 
So begin to be curious about why it is that you want to do something. And so this is a, a little bit of, a, of an exploration for the understanding motivation. You know, why do we want to sit? Why do we want to walk? And so notice that urge. Sit with the urge itself. Sit with the feeling, the pull perhaps, or however it feels, maybe a restlessness, or whatever it feels, however it feels. Sit with that. Let it pass. And then see what happens after it's passed. Often, that urge, you know, it, it actually often doesn't last that long. Maybe a minute it might last, something like that. So you can, you can do that. It is possible, and I think you all can try that. You all can explore that, sitting through that urge. Sit through that urge once. At some point following that, it may be sooner, it may be later, the urge will arise a second time. Sit through it a second time. When it happens a third time, go ahead and get up. Just, just go ahead and follow the urge the third time. So that you know in the, in the first two times that you know, there's kind of a, there's an end to it. You, you don't have to sit through all of them. So the third time, let yourself get up and, and shift. So you've given yourself a chance to explore both the intention and the, the, mo- the motivation, the why. Over time, we, um, uh, we more begin to have a, a kind of an intuition of what feels appropriate for us. You know, and, and, and for many of you, you've done this a lot. Just follow your, your intuition. Um, some of you may end up sitting uh, longer than you're familiar with or even shorter. For some of you, that, you know, d- it really depends on what's happening in your practice, whether shorter sittings or longer sittings or shorter walkings or alternating sitting and walking more quickly. You know, sometimes if in certain conditions, if we're tired, for example, or, or ill, you know, sometimes shifting postures uh, more frequently can be supportive for the continuity of mindfulness. So l- looking at what is supportive, and, and the question is, does this support the continuity? I think that's really what we're interested in. Does, does, does how we're practicing support the continuity? Does it help the mindfulness continue? Does it help? Does it help to keep that kind of an ease to the continuity of mindfulness? So sometimes there's a little bit of an aversion to the shift of schedule, um, especially for those of you who may be unfamiliar with this. Um, We are creatures of routine, and so sometimes we don't like it when our routines are changed. And so just notice the aversion. That is just another object recognize particularly, you know, it can be an attitude, it can be hidden from us. Um, And so just from time to time, you might check in, you know, how am I with this shift of schedule, you know, as particularly as you may hear a little more more noise in here, the 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 people will be coming in when you're sitting, other people will be leaving um, while you're sitting. And so there's going to be more of a, a flow in and out of the room here. So there'll be there'll be more rustling, more popping of joints and uh, shuffling and blanket folding. You'll hear it. It's another object. It's just 
hearing. Notice your relationship to it. So part of this shift is an encouragement really for us to start taking responsibility for our practice. You know, it is an encouragement for us to look at what is supportive. What is, uh, for the conditions at this moment, what is supportive? And, you know, look at the motivation. Again, it's really important to look at the motivation because, you know, aversion can masquerade as compassion. You know, it's like, oh, this this pain, I don't like this pain. But, you know, it's like there's the, the pushing it away, but it's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to be really good to myself. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sit with this pain with a, more of an aversion than, you know, but we, we're convincing ourselves that it's compassion. And maybe there is a kind of mixed motivation there. You know, sometimes there can be, mi- there absolutely can be mixed motivations, that there is aversion and there's also a sense of compassion. And so just checking in. It's not that you would have to force yourself to stay if there's aversion, you know, to, to, to not follow that, but just be aware that yes, as I was unaware, for instance, in that example before, I was unaware that aversion was motivating what I was doing you know, and that had a ripple effect through my practice. And so if we are aware, at least we can know, yeah, there's that pushing away. Okay. And there's also a sense of, yeah, it's time. That pain is indicating it's time. And and perhaps you can connect a little more fully, awareness of the aversion, and connect a little for more fully with the, the motivation of compassion in taking the action. So are there any questions about this shift? Any questions about this shift of schedule? Any, any confusion or... Okay. So I do have a couple of announcements. Um, So Nisha is offering some sign-ups today and probably most days, most afternoons, she'll offer a few sign-ups. And so she's got a a sign posted underneath the group um, schedule um, with a few slots. So you're welcome to sign up for those. Um, And then this evening we'll have the... um, the service leader tea at six o'clock. And this is for the service leaders who are service leaders this week. So those of you who are service leaders next week, just stay with your practice. Um, And that will be in room one, the meeting room one next to the manager's office. And Nisha's signups will also be in that room, in room one next to the manager's office. 
And then we have had a couple of people get stung by either bees or wasps, and both people, or I think it's just two at this point, both have been stung in the same spot. Um, just back here, there's just before the grove of redwoods, if you're coming from this side of the property towards the redwoods there, there's a couple of stumps um, by the path on the left-hand side of the path as you're going that direction. And that's where people have been stung. And so just take some care there. Uh, there may be a wasp's nest in one of those uh, stumps or something. And the, the uh, facilities, people are looking to see if they can find that. And they're going to post a few signs there. So, so just take some care as you go in that area. So thank you. Okay. It's a tube. If you take like five of the little pellets um, and do it like three times, it helps bring swelling down if you have. So if, if you'd like to leave that in the, in the, uh, the Yogi Needs cabinet, that would be fine. Yeah. It on the, um, second shelf on the left. Okay. Yeah, so, so Meryl will offer a, a homeopathic remedy for that if that's of interest for you. If you get stung, it'll be in the Yogi Needs closet. Thank you.